You are listening to episode 20 of the Travel Snacks podcast, a podcast about eating, dating, travel tips, and living a remote working lifestyle. I'm Allison Sharp, your snacking host. In today's Food for Thought episode, I talk about how to get to Europe this summer with flights under $650 round trip, or even less if you book two one-way tickets. Hello, lovers, and welcome back to the Travel Snacks podcast, or if this is your first time listening, welcome. Welcome to the family. Thank you also for those of you that have been joining me on YouTube as well. It's also so great to have you guys be able to see some of the pictures and videos that I have on my travels. And I'm really grateful that you guys are joining me there. And I really hope that you'll leave some comments and give it a like. And also, wherever you're listening or watching, hit the subscribe button. Then you'll know every time I upload a new video or upload a new podcast episode. So today's topic is going to be seven different cities in Europe that you can go to this summer for less than $650 round trip flights. You can even get it for less, but that's the max and I like to keep it real. So let's jump right into today's Food for Thought episode. So a lot of you have been dreaming of going to Europe all your lives and you're probably thinking, oh, like that's something that I really need to plan for and really need to set aside thousands and thousands of dollars to get there. And that's probably not going to happen for another five or 10 years because I have so much to do and so many things I need to save for. But let me tell you that it's not out of your reach. Now, I don't know every person's financial situation. And I don't downplay that everybody going through, everybody's going through different things in their lives. So whatever circumstance, I get it. But if you do have a little bit of money set aside or you have the means to set a little money aside, it really does not have to be as expensive as you think. So I'm gonna run through the top seven cities in Europe that you can go to. They're the, the least expensive ones. So every time I'm preparing for travel, I go to Google Flights because they have this option called explore. What you do is you put in your home airport. So for me, I usually use LAX or San Diego. So for this demonstration, I'm just going to use LAX. So I put in LAX, I don't put a destination. And then I, where it says round trip or one way, I put one way or you sometimes round trip, but we'll just get there in a second. So I put in one way and then where it says the dates, you can just select that you're flexible. And it even gives you an option to hit different months uh, in the year. So for this particular podcast episode, I put in LAX, left the destination blank, put in one way, and then I put in August, this August. So if anybody wants to travel this August, these are the, the prices right now. So you can book something pretty quickly and get on your way to Europe. So I'm going to go through them and it's not going to be super expensive because all of you have Google flights and you can do a little research, but I could just tell you the way that I look at things so that I save the most money. And this is the way that I actually do it so that you can see how it's done. So the first destination is Dublin, Ireland. So if anybody has the luck of the Irish, you can get a very inexpensive flight to Dublin. So this is one of the examples that I wanted to show you. It just depends on when you go and how you book your ticket. So there's some airlines where you can book two one-way tickets and it's going to be less expensive than just buying a round trip. Dublin for August of 2019 is not that way. So for example, if you just wanted a one-way ticket to Dublin, it'll cost you $350, which 
think about that. It's so cheap. You can go to Costco and spend $350. I mean, a couple months of Starbucks and you'll be at 350. So anyway, let me not get ahead of myself. So 350, one way to Dublin. Now, if you want a round trip ticket, it'll be around 637. So what I did is I looked at one way to Dublin and then one way back to LAX and it ended up costing over $800. So you don't wanna do that. But it's just an example of, you do need to put in a little extra work on the front end of your planning. It doesn't, it does take time, but it doesn't take that much time. You just put in a few little, little details and then you're on your way. So if you wanna to go to Dublin, Ireland, that's great. I went there like a year ago and it was great. I didn't stay that long. So I feel like I need to go back to Ireland because I didn't have the time that I wanted there. I did get to go to Cliffs of Moher, which you've seen on TV, on movies, these grand, like huge cliffs overlooking the ocean. But when I went, it was fogged out. So that was kind of a bust and it was like a four hour bus ride to get there and four hours back. So it was kind of a bummer, but it was still really a cool experience. So I'm glad that I went. So Dublin is a really cool place to go and explore. Number two, Brussels, Belgium. Here's a place that I have not gone yet, but I really want to go because I heard it's really quaint. I've been to the Netherlands, to Amsterdam, and I went to the tulip fields and it was really a wonderful experience. So I really want to go to Brussels as well because it's got that like windmill old charm kind of thing going on. So I really want to try that. When I looked for tickets in August, you can get a one-way ticket for 414 and the round trip was going to be under 650. So in this case, it's better to use the round trip and just pick that destination. Number three is Frankfurt, Germany. Now, when I went to Europe, I really wanted to go to Germany, but for various reasons, I couldn't make my way to Germany because it didn't make sense with all the flight patterns that I was doing. But that's a place that I really missed out on because my heritage, I am part French, part German and some other mixed up stuff, but I never really got to go. And that's something that I wanna do. A one-way ticket to Frankfurt, Germany was 409. The thing about Germany is it's huge and they have trains that you can go to different parts. So you could literally fly into one airport there in Frankfurt to get the lowest and then take a train to another and leave from there to go back to wherever you're from. And side note, when I'm talking about these flights, these are all going to be different because I don't know where all of you guys are. So if you're in other states, you'll have different experiences. But these are just the ones from California that have the least expensive airports in Europe. So you do need to do a little check-in round, but I tell you, if you use Google Flights, it's going to tell you from your airport to any destination in Europe, what's the least expensive place. And once you get to Europe, it's really inexpensive to get around. You can find flights from 20 to $50. So you can go like, just for an example, you can go from Germany to Italy for $40 one way. And it's gonna be wonderful because you're gonna get to see a lot of different things. So. Once you're in Europe, it's really easy to get around. Number four is Barcelona, Spain. This was the least expensive. So if you are in the market to go to Spain, August is your time to go. One-way ticket was $220. That is so cheap. $200. It's 
Like I go to Walmart and I spend almost $200. It's so cheap. You could be in the warm climate of Spain eating tapas or whatever they have there with your sombrero on or whatever. I've never been to Spain yet. So maybe I should go to Spain this summer. I don't know. It's something to think about. But it was super inexpensive. And then you can get, it was also very inexpensive to come back. So you could spend a couple weeks in Spain. And because you're saving so much on the flight, you could probably get a pretty nice Airbnb. And it's pretty inexpensive there as well. From my research, I was going to go to Spain and it just didn't work out. So definitely Spain should be like one of the top places that you'll be able to go and save the most money. So that's a good one. Number five. And now a snack break. Today's episode is brought to you by Monday Morning Pep Talks with Colleen Elleridge. So this book is an awesome book that you can get on Amazon. And basically, Colleen just wanted to give Monday some love because really, what has Monday ever done to anybody? I think the biggest problem is that we all start work on Mondays and it kind of sucks if you don't enjoy your job, but that's not Monday's fault. And if the week shifted somehow and everybody started work on Tuesdays, then everybody would hate Tuesdays. So it's not Monday's fault. So we should all kind of give Monday a break and reading this book will help because it gives you some encouragement and some things to think about just to pep us up. And I think it's a really smart idea. So shout out to Colleen Elleridge. This is an awesome book. You should all get it. And now back to the show. Number five, London, England. Here's another one. You can get a one-way ticket for $270 or a round-trip ticket for under $650. Again, London, England. Something you probably always thought, oh, I wish I could go there and hear the English accent in person and eat tea and crumpets or whatever they have over there. I'm totally generalizing because I've never been there either. Now that I'm talking, I feel like I went to Europe and I went to a lot of places and still I haven't hit all the ones that I also want to go to. So the places so far that I've been, I went to Italy, France, Budapest, Czech Republic, and Netherlands. I did have a bus drop me off in Vienna, Austria, but that was only for me to catch another train to another country. So I don't know if that really counts because that's only like a couple hours in Austria. So I don't really count that on my country drop off list. But oh, yeah, in Ireland. Duh. So I've been to those countries in Europe and there's still a lot to cover. So with these inexpensive flights, it's pretty easy to get over there. And if you are a frugal person like me and you are a deal maker, you can get inexpensive hotels and Airbnbs. And when I say inexpensive, I don't mean hostels because I'm too old for that. I'm not trying to stay in no hostel in bunk beds. I'm just not a person that's going to do that. So I don't even go for the places that are like $15 a night. I usually try to keep my hotel budget to under $50 a night. Sometimes it's a little more, sometimes it's a little less, and it usually averages out. Of course, when you get a deal and it's less, you're like, yes, like I'm in this wonderful place in Europe and I'm getting a sweet deal. So you can usually find that. Number six is Rome, Italy. Now, when I first, first went to Europe, I went to Rome and the airport there was very inexpensive. 
I also booked a trip for my parents to Rome and their tickets were super inexpensive. It was like $250 one way each. It was so cheap. You can get to Rome this August, this August for $290. And that's depending on what dates you go. And that's a one-way ticket. But the cool thing about going to Rome is that in Italy, they have a lot of transportation options, buses and trains and flights. You can get to all sorts of places in Italy. You could go to, from Rome, you can go to Florence. You can go all the way up to Milan. You can go to Terre. You could go to even um, the Amalfi Coast, which that's a whole nother experience there. That's, that's, I'll talk about that in another episode because that was really involved. But Italy is one of those places where once you're there, you can go to a lot of different areas. So just get, get, just getting there is inexpensive and then you're able to check out a lot of things and then you can fly out of Rome and it's still inexpensive to get back. And the last and final destination that you can go to this summer is Paris, France. Now Paris wasn't one of those places that I ever really cared about because I, maybe because so many other people were like, oh, Paris. And I'm just like, I don't like um, just following the crowd and being like super trendy, which sounds weird, but it wasn't just on the top of my list. But I was going to Paris because it was the least expensive airport to fly back home from. So I was like, cool, it'll be a great opportunity to see all the touristy stuff. So you can go to Paris this summer, going there for 268, coming back for 179, which equals $447, less than $500 flight to and from Paris. And you'll get all your magical dreams to come true. You'll see the Eiffel Tower. You'll see Arc de Trophe. You'll see all these other fancy things that I can't remember right now. But, and then poor Notre Dame, you'll get to see the shell of what it used to be, but it's still a magnificent thing. I feel a little sad because when I went to Paris, I went to Notre Dame, but I didn't go in because the line was super long. And now I'm slightly regretful of that, but it was a hot day. And that particular day I was kind of over walking around. So you snooze, you lose. And I guess I really lost on that one. But anyways, you can still go to Paris and you can see all the cool stuff. And when I went, it was really cold. To me, 50 degrees Fahrenheit is cold. And to me, I was bundled up. I had my jacket, my scarf, my gloves. I had my jeans and I had like a layer of like tights underneath there and my boots. I was freezing. It was really nippy. So that was another thing that I didn't like mega enjoy when I was in Paris because it was in November and it was just too cold for my taste. So I would certainly go back to Paris maybe in the springtime where I can wear a beret and eat a baguette and maybe ride a bike doing those two things, but probably not because I don't like riding bikes. But anyways, you can go and you can have your Parisian fantasies come true for less than $500 just for the flight. Now, I will say that Paris is pretty expensive room-wise, but depending on when you go, you can get a pretty good deal a little bit outside of the city. And there's so many districts that you can stay that I feel that with their transportation, it's really easy to get around. So to me, if Paris is a place you've always wanted to go, don't wait, don't wait until you have everything all put together. Book your ticket, go there, figure it out, and you'll be able to just see all the glorious things. It's really, doesn't have to be, it doesn't really have to be a thing that breaks your bank. Just make some good choices and plan a little bit ahead 
and you'll be able to get there and just enjoy it. So those are the top seven cities in Europe that you can get to for under $650 round trip this August for your summer vacation. That's per person, by the way. But that's a really good deal. I don't have young kids, so I don't really include young kids when I talk about planning. But for you, if you have young kids and you want to go to Europe, yeah, it's going to cost you more. But I'm like, Europe, I would just go there as a, if you're a couple or as a solo traveler and just, just go there and just enjoy. And there's other places that once you're in Europe, you're going to be able to explore because like I said, the, the tickets are so cheap to go from here and there. You can go from Western Europe to Eastern Europe and just all the places you ever wanted to go to. So I highly recommend doing that. A, a, a huge reason why I do this podcast is to encourage you to get out and travel. So many times we get caught up in not like, like not having the perfect experience all planned out and not having all the money set aside. And it like, you literally don't have to do that. I thought like that for so many years and I was like, okay, I got to make this grand trip and have the perfect outfits and have the perfect itinerary and I have to lose weight first and I have to just have everything all together. And you really don't. It's a part of the world. You can go there anytime as long as you have a passport and just let's go do it. I just can't stress that enough. So, but I just wanted to let you know that if you're thinking about making travel for this summer, this is a great time to do it and a great way to do it. And if you guys have any questions, please hit me up on social media on Instagram or hit me up on the YouTube comments and I will certainly get back to you because I don't know everything about Europe, but I do know a lot just from traveling on my own for a few months over there. And I hope that you got some value out of this podcast. And if you're watching this video, hit the like button. And if you're not already subscribed, hit the subscribe button too. So I hope that you have a great morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. And until next time, bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Travel Snacks Podcast. Please subscribe and review the podcast on iTunes. Follow me on Instagram at Travel Snacks Podcast. And send a message by email to snack at travelsnackspodcast.com.